Testing, testing, one, two, three. Gillian, could you please speak for me? Hello, Jamie. Say something else. Hmm? Say something else. Hi, Jamie. Say anything else beside hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. How are you doing today? Are you okay? Did you are you going to speak like that? Or are you going to speak a wee bit louder? A wee bit louder? Yeah. Like that? Right, okay, Jamie. There. Is that okay? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to part two of A Meal With My Mother. Say hello, Mum. Hi, Jamie. Hi, everybody. Everyone. Who's listening, do you think? Like, who do you envi- who do you envision when you're sitting here, like, recording this? Who are you, like, thinking is listening to this? Well, Rachel, maybe. <laughs> well, just Rachel. So, hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Um, What was I going to say? So, we, as it is a meal with my mum, uh, this time mum cooks. And tell everyone what you cook today, mum, in detail, not just as a whole. Right, well, we had creamed potatoes and roast potatoes. Then we also had chicken, which was done in a little bag in the oven with lovely barbecue sauce in it. Lovely being subjective, okay. Yes, well, and then we had vegetables, and then I'd done a little bit of mushroom and onion in Worcester sauce. And then we had onion rings and gravy. And I have to say, it was absolutely incredible. So if you go onto the Instagram right now, the uncomfortable Instagram page... You will see the food that I ate. I ate both plates. I took a picture of both meals that I ate. I had two rounds of food and I ate all of it. So just have a look at that. And it was really good. Well done. You you do do a killer like roast. Yes, it takes a while, Jamie. Yes, but I get there. Yes. Yeah. Eventually. You Eventually. Do, you take your time because there was a thing we were talking about. We're comparing. Um, If you look around, we're sitting in our kitchen right now. And if you look around at the kitchen, uh, how tidy the kitchen is after mum has finished cooking. Because she tidies as she goes along. Uh, she pointed out that I am the messiest fucking cook ever. Mm-hmm. It is good that at least it is a well finished, you know, the product is nice. You know what I mean? If it wasn't, that if the food wasn't nice and I made an absolute fucking shambles the whole thing. Yeah. would be a bit disappointing. But I, I just can't do it. Keep tidy as, keep... T- tidy well, as you, you go, t- I have too many things to be doing. You tidy when you as you go along because if something's boiling, then you look around and say, "Oh, there's a bit of a mess. I'll tidy that up as I go along." But no, you just stand at the cooker and stir and stir the things, and you don't look around you to see the mess you've made. I know. Well, the mess does be tidied, at, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. And in tra- tradition now is that I, if I cook, you do the dishes, and if you cook, you do the dishes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do the dishes, Jimmy. You know, but I do Constance. offer. You don't do, you of constant. course, but, you, but don't you, I do the dishes. I do every one of my own dishes now. Yeah, usually yeah. you normally say, "Mom, do you want me to help you?" I don't say it like that. You do. You say it as if you know. Like a stripper. Please don't ask me to help you. You're all right there, are you then, Mom? Yes, I am, Jimmy. That's fine. But you are. If you weren't, you would say. And then I turn around and look in the living room, you're lying up watching the program where you're reclining right with your full belly, and I'm still doing dishes. But it's fine. It's but, fine. But come on. But come on, it's fine. No. Yeah, it's fine. Please, that is not fair to say that though. That I uh, always do that though. Sometimes you, I used to when I was younger, used to come in from work, used to be dishes sky high. I that never happens anymore. I do all my own dishes throughout the day. I cook my all my own meals and very independently. And I, I, you yeah, know, yeah, we'll try putting the dishes away as well. Oh, you know, they're usually left for me to tidy up. Right. It's because fine. I'm on a time schedule, I'm working 40 hours a week as well, Gillian. Oh, so am I, Jamie. Travelling to and from work, uh, 50 uh, hours a week, I'm on. So, come on now. I know, but you're not being grateful for anything I'm doing. Oh, I am very grateful, well, Jamie. Well, say that then, instead of yes. bitching. <laughs> to Rachel, the only person that listens. 
There will be only person listening to your fucking being nasty piece. I'll be telling no one, don't listen to this. It's all just slander towards me. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well. Um, yeah, the food was very good today. have to say, top quality. I We haven't used to do it every Sunday. And I think uh, at the time, got sick of it. You know what I mean? It was like a bit much. You know what I mean? But it's, it's definitely grown, you know what I mean, over the years now. Because I didn't used to like anything, anything. as we've mentioned. But like it used to have been chicken, potato, gravy. Broccoli. Broccoli, that would have been it. And Hafner's cocktail sausages, that's all you would have. And now we've got rid of the cocktail sausages, because not really big red meat fans. Nope. And now we have everything that you listed. But I am so full. Like, I, it was such a rush. I went for a run and had to come back walk my dog. My dog, Amy, as you've all, everyone knows. Um, but she took a big shit outside a PlayStation. And I had no poo bag. So I had to grab this wrapper that was sitting on the side of the street covered in dirt and use that and I grab it like some sort of weird I don't know, I just couldn't get it all in my hand and like the bit of bit of shit went on my hand and mm. I was trying to rush. Nice conversation to have after dinner. Yes, well at least not during. Mm, definitely not. Um I just want to tell people that I was so excited for this food. That's the whole point. my point is that I was picking up that shit and going I am so hungry because you know you delayed dinner and delayed it and you'd like turn the heat in the oven down so then I could eventually uh huh yeah I'm gonna move on but anyway I had shit in my hands and then I put shit in my mouth because your meal was dreadful no <laughs> just kidding um, so this what is this podcast called mum do you know uncomfortable oh wow right Um. Uncomfortable with Jamie Dean Nickel. Oh yes, Jamie Dean Nickel. Why am I named that? Because that's not even a question. I just no. I have I only have a couple of points written down here, but I'm wondering why I'm called. You named Dean. after the film star James Dean, but I didn't particularly. Anyone been in my kitchen will know there's James Dean. Sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. James Dean portrait in our kitchen. Just watch out for that next time you're here. So yes, you were named after him because I always liked that name, Good. and it just so happens that I preferred Jamie to James. Pourquoi? Your dad's middle name was James, right enough. But Jamie, I liked. So that's what you you, got, you were called, Jamie Dean. Oh, why, um, why, what, what turned you off, James? I just think for a wee baby, it's an older person's name. Uh, Jillian is your name, and that is definitely an older person's name. So like, well, I am an older person. <laughs> and if you weren't <laughs> online, I know, Jamie. I know. I didn't ask for to be named Jillian. I didn't ask for name Jamie. Well, you weren't, but you got it. But you were also you, know, you weren't but you suit Jillian now, but I'm saying I just can't imagine you as a baby running around. But maybe at the time, you know, yes. it does change. So like you know, no one's being around like your mum, my nanny, Gloria. Like if anyone named a child Gloria now, they'd be like, What are you on? Mm. Um <laughs> No, because it's a lovely name, it just doesn't suit the, it's just generational. Like names yeah. become like they recycle, don't they in a way? They do. But that wasn't even my question. But I, I do like my name. Jimmy Dean Nickel, like it's yes. a, it's nice. I feel like I like going by that. I kind of wish I went by that more. You know, Jimmy Dean Nickel. It sounds like you know. Jimmy Dean, even G- just Jimmy Dean yeah. is lovely. Or J D. Reddit, Reddit. Okay. Um, <laughs> um. So uncomfortable. That's what I asked you. What is this podcast called? Uncomfortable. Thank you. And I'm thinking, has what have you read or seen or listened to that has made you uncomfortable in the last couple of weeks? I will start because this is my podcast, so I'm just going to start. And the thing surrounding Afghanistan, obviously, is one thing mm. that is making everyone in the world uncomfortable. You know, or not everyone in the world, but everyone that is, you know, in this in the UK anyway. You know, 
well, maybe not some people, but the people I know are think it's horrible, and anyone with a heart will feel sorry for the people that are innocent and the poor, you know, like ones, like especially women in Afghan society, you know, they and under Taliban control, they're like I read up on it. Uh, women aren't allowed to like basically leave the house. They're not allowed to be in education. They're not, you know, they have to wear the, the burqa, you know, the full thing. And like, even if they want to, they're basically the men are just it in society. There's no w- women do not get to say. And then I was also reading an article about literally just about twenty minutes ago, actually before dinner, about a uh, gay people in Afghanistan. And it is illegal there. Well, regardless of Taliban control, it is illegal there. And these people would still be in care relationships and stuff. But um, they would kind of, you know, be secretive of it. Because they don't want, you know, to be arrested or whatever. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if they would be punished by death or anything. But there's definitely places in the world that that would be the case. But what I'm trying to say is is that these people I read this article that this man and his husband would uh, or not his husband his long term partner would go to this like club where all these gay LGBTQ uh, people would um meet and congregate you know like and they all know that they're gay but they never mention it you know what I mean it's just kind of like a, a safe place for them but now under Taliban control they are afraid to meet up at all one of the more like that man that's written that's being quoted in the article won't meet his partner because of the fact that he's afraid that the Taliban will kill him. Terrible. Absolutely terrible, isn't it? Awful. Yeah, and I, it just makes me it makes me think of how, how lucky we are in society, like to have just the life that we are able to live in so much peace. I hear you as a woman, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, it, it's just like crazy. But do you have anything that made you feel uncomfortable? What do you think about the whole Afghanistan like situation? It's awful, it's awful that it's all started up again. And I think I think of the young soldiers that was killed in Afghanistan, British soldiers that were killed there, lost their lives, and now it's all flared up again. It's just terrible, terrible. I know. Well, you all, you not just by mentioning the British soldiers, you're not like saying that you don't care about the poor innocent women and gay people and all you're not saying that no, i know no that. i'm not no i'm not you're just saying that mm-hmm. you're thinking now i know because people have lost their lives and fought for yeah. the thing and it is very sad but is, have you read anything to be uncomfortable anything uncomfortable in the last week while you read these fucking magazines which i roll my eyes at like they are just the worst i just think the worst they're not the worst but they're true life stories that i'm reading jamie I know, but the way they put the mum, like, on the front cover, you know, like, an example of the one is, you know, my husband cheated on me with my brother or something, and then he killed my children. You know what I mean? That's the type of thing. That's so, like, (laughs) it's all the same shit, though. Don't read the man. No, I'm not. Okay, but how do you, you go through some gods, man? Does any of them stick in your head, the ones that you've read? No. Articles are bound to be one. Like the one well, the I was forty eight stone and now I'm one. <laughs> no, the most terrible one I did read and it always sticks in my mind is about this woman who has a wee son with a man he they live in England and he has uh he's a police officer and his wee son lives with the wife, they're separated. But the wee son is always taken ill, always been brought to hospital. 
And long story short, the woman had an illness, like that program where you watched. What did you call it again? The Act. The Act. Which is a true story about Gypsy Rose. It's a true story. Doc. It's like a documentary series, sort of like reenacted, you know, um, based on real events about Gypsy Rose Blanchard and her mother, Dee Dee Blanchard. Look it up. Continue. Yes. Well, she had an Ill- illness, that woman. Munchausen's I, by Munchausen by proxy, it's called. If it, is that yes, what you mean? Like, that's what I mean, yes. So it ended up then the husband took her to court and he got custody of the child and the mother was sent to jail. Oh. Because really she was saying he was ill and everything when he wasn't. Not at all? Not at all. It just, that's a story that just sticks in my mind and it was a sort of happy ending for the father because he always thought there was something not right. But nobody would listen to him. Oh yeah, that that it is crazy that they're like, I'd never heard of that until I read about Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and uh, about how her mum treated her. It is absolutely crazy to think that that's actually happening. Mm-hmm. But you know, obviously Gypsy Rose Blanchard is real. But seeing it on like a drama TV show, yeah, something detaches it from reality. Seeing these famous actors playing it, you know what I mean? It kind of doesn't seem as real. Mm-hmm. As you you would think if you know you know I don't know I think maybe reading an article might make it a wee bit more realistic or something. It's just seeing actors play it. It's crazy, and the, these magazines you read like they're not. I, I am, you know, giving them slander or whatever. But I think they're not as bad as them ones. You know, like what do they call like hello or something or like these weird ones that report like you know celebrity gossip. Mm-hmm. I think they are bad. I don't read them. You say I only read. I'm the not ones. saying you do read them. Yeah, I'm just saying at least you're better. Be, you know, you, you know, yeah. it's better than. But you not get bored of them. No, I don't. Well, to be fair, they're they're very different. Well, they're not really. It's no, always there's always one about weight. There's always one about you know a kid that's killed someone, and then there's always one about a like a rela- a relationship falling apart. It's always like you could you you could they're bound to have like a template. Like this is where we're going to put the relationship break up. This is where we're going to put the the fat person that lost a load of weight this is where we're going to put the murder's child story this week i've never realized that jamie that it just have a look at the honestly at the covers because you've got a lot of them but is there anything else that made you feel uncomfortable last week jillian no nothing at all great that is great no. thank you for joining us everyone. <laughs> no no well there is other things you know that's in the news like that we two that we child that was killed um, recently, and then about somebody. What child killed recently? It was a uh, killed by their. The child was killed by a father. Oh, and it was. What was this in Northern Ireland? In Dungannon. Oh my God, that's where you work. Yeah. So it's sad that things bad like that are still happening, and you hear of it. It's always happening. Yeah, it's always that. happening, but it's getting really bad just at the moment. I think. And what do you think about like the idea of you know drowning out the whole news, never watching the news, never looking at it. Well, I don't normally sit down to watch the news in the evening. No, and you, no. I never get time to, but I always listen to it on the radio because it does be on the car, does be on the kitchen. So mm. we hear it that way. Yeah. Also, you th- see things on Facebook. Yeah. Well, yeah. you were off Facebook for a while. Why did you go back on it? Because I am a Facebook user myself because I think I it's full of shit. I don't know. You thought it was full of shit, though. You were very adamant to get me off this nonsense. Yeah. Delete, yeah. delete, delete, as you always say. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. And you yeah. were on for a while, like, you, yeah, and then mm. you went back on it. But why? I don't know. I just... I think you, I think, I think the reason you actually went back on it, I think, I remember at the time, you wanted to say 
thanks for everyone who said happy birthday to you. Oh, could have been, Jamie, yeah. Could have been. I think it was, honestly. Mm. Because you were off for such a good time. But how did you feel your li- your life was impacted being off it? <laughs> well, I don't be on it that often. You know, maybe once every other day. So it's really... Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. You're not, like, addicted. No, I wouldn't. What do you say that you're, you're, you're like, um, besides, like, I mean, in terms of, like, phone or, like, addicted to anything in terms of like that you think's having a really bad impact like in terms of, you know like i know ones that are addicted like social media 100 percent spend 14 hours of a day on their phone on social media which is just bad for them and they know it is and you know i think i it's not a bad addiction i think addiction to exercising mm-hmm. addiction i don't know to and I, I don't know but do, do, you, do you ever think mm-hmm. you were addicted to your phone like social media but well, that was never where you were never like a candy crusher no no you were never know how to play it no we, no. do, we don't want to know. No, I wouldn't have a clue. Wouldn't have a notion. And I really you are don't d- want one of the worst. Know. Like, trying to get. We have got rid of Sky recently. The rates were sky high, I imagine. And. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mum was like, right, we need to get rid of it. We need to get rid of it. And we got rid of it. And now Mum has the struggle of using a smart TV. You speak on your struggle, Julian, of using a smart yeah. TV. Well, I'll get there. I'm getting there. I. I... You can only use BBC iPlayer. You cannot use any <laughs> other thing. Like I... Netflix is a button away, but you won't go on it because you're afraid. I'm not afraid, Jamie. I will get used to it. I'll have to in the long run. When you're not here and I'm sitting in that living room on my own, I will have to get used to it. So there you go. You will. And I'm leaving in, t- in a while. Two weeks. Two weeks. Well, whenever this is recorded, it depends. Um, we're going to move on, Gillian. And I have a couple of odd questions just to um they're kind of like philosophical questions oh right and one of them is what to you is the meaning of it it's not really to you it's kind of for a discussion i want to answer it as well which is what is a mean the meaning of a good life oh well the first thing that popped into my head there jamie is your health you have to have oh what the, that's health. not what popped into my head but that's oh, good that, that's the very first thing come into my head you have to have good health like what good health uh, i do not how do you get good health well look after yourself and don't have a mother with munchausen by proxy <laughs> gypsy rose blanchard don't mm-hmm. have her mum yeah but good uh, health in terms of what exercise and eating your vegetables yeah well but if you yeah. do that i think of it like as in you know a good life in terms of men in mentality of course i don't know it, that's definitely important the exercise in your body and all that but like and just health in terms of that but i think like if you're not you can be doing all them things and not be you know having a good you know a good life you know what i mean i think it's who you surround yourself with in life yes well that helps no but i mean you know the meaning of a good life is it's a mixture of different things. It's just, it is open for discussion. Like, no, no one has a definitive answer. That's why mm-hmm. it's kind of being discussed. Um, but then it's kind of connected to the, the next question, which is, what is happiness? Oh, happiness, Jamie. I really could not define that because really... I think you could. Oh, do you think so? Savion Blanc. Savion Blanc. Well, that is a lot of help, really. Is. That is, yes. because mm-hmm. I don't know how, like, you know... <laughs> me me an infant you know what i mean just in the cot the only way to what? provide happiness you know it's just down about the savion blanc get you through the nights i could forgive you jimmy nickel i'm not even going to give you your full name no don't give me jimmy d nickel no. or, and i don't know why you're mentioning god 
Um, but <laughs> well, please somebody forgive you. Yeah, yeah. Someone. He's not gonna. It's way past half, Jolly. Um, but what is happiness? What do you think? Like, what is happiness to you then? It's, it's not you don't well, have to define ha- it. What? Well, happiness also. Well, you're happy if you've got good health. Obviously, <laughs> you're happy if you've got oh, your God, fam- health guru family, here. your family around you, friends. What if you have family, family or Gypsy Rose Blanchard's family? No, but do you have your sisters like I have living close by and my mum only a drive out the road. You, you know, you have to have family around you. And I don't think it's family. I think it's people who you love. You know, people who. Well, you love your family. I don't know that. You? I know, but you can have if you say if, you, if all your family's dead. You know what I mean. You can have yeah, friends me, that you love, yes. and like you know what I mean. I'm I'm not gonna have family over where I'm living in uni. And no, but you always know where a phone call away, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think ha- happiness. I think is. Live. Uh, Ashton said this thing, and I literally try to live by it every day now. My cousin Ashton was on the podcast. She didn't say it originally. It was some man that said it. Um, spiritual man which goes like to live in the present and just kind of be content within yourself I think is what happiness is to me you know if you're content within the way you look if you're content the way the way you feel if you're content if what your life is like what you you do on a daily basis if that is if you're happy with you know the ins and outs of your everyday of who you interact with that yeah. is happiness yeah, and good. are you happy Gillian? oh of course I am I never like. Do you ever like have a struggle with like depression or anything? No, thank like no postnatal depression because like, you got this idea and it was kind of like oh fuck can I go back in? No, well, you had the odd wee well. day. <laughs> Excuse me, you had the odd day that yes you got a wee bit of weepy over things you know when I first had you within the first weepy week, over what like week, over week and a half baby things or yeah yeah. You just put us out there like You're I emotional. Emotional, yes. Weepy. Emotional. But you shouldn't have to that's not a bad thing, it's totally no, fine. It's not, but it's just uh, it was so silly and ten minutes later you think, What on earth was I doing there? When yeah. you know, later but on you think to yourself, Why was I sitting having a wee weep there? Well Would you call yourself an emotional person? Yes. I would. Yeah. 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 You're funny. You're like EastEnders <laughs> can send you into tear floods of tears. Well, if it's something sad, yes, I would cry, well, yes. Well, I wouldn't bawl my eyes out, I'm just weeping. Weep tears out of my eyes, it'll be in the full-blown... Except for when I'm watching A Star Is Born. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, so many people will relate to that, Gillian. Um, Gillian, um, I'm going to ask you, um, would you rather be respected or liked? Oh, that's a hard one, Jimmy. Isn't it? Like, I, I don't know how, I, I, I need to think of my answer too, I don't know. Well, I think That's respect tough. is a lot, you know, just say, going by my job, say, the manager, if you haven't respect from your team, like, You're I say, I, say I said one time, this girl goes to me, something nasty in work, and I just said oh. to her, um, and she goes something like, oh, such and such doesn't like you, and I said, well, I'm not here to be liked, you know, I'm here to oh. be a boss, I'm a manager, you oh. know. Be a boss, Lily. Um, <laughs> but if you have respect, that's a lot. It is. Yeah. So, end of. So, respect then. Yes. But that's in terms of job, the one. Your life yes. isn't your job. No, but that was just a, an example for you, Jamie. That's a good example. I think I would rather be liked. Would you? I think so. And whenever someone likes you, I just think it means a lot. Do you know what I mean? I kind of... um, I just don't know. Like, I don't want to be liked by everyone. That's not definitely not what I want. Because there's people I don't want... 
I, I think it's whenever, you know, someone you like, someone you like, I think whenever they like you back in terms of, norm, you know, just as a friend or mm-hmm. just like thinks that you're a good person. I think that's yeah what I want. And I think it's kind of the both of them. I don't know. It's so the, hard. Do you not think they both go hand in hand? Because if somebody likes you, surely they're going to respect you too. Good point. Yeah. Just a wee question thought there whenever you were talking, um, you know, about your job and you were, you as soon as I said respect or like you went straight to your job. Yeah. And do you think that you live to work or work to live? <laughs> Jamie, anybody that works a full time job, you you're working then you live. No, but do, do you know what I mean? You, you are you working so you can survive? Yeah. Well I suppose if you're taking money into it. If that's what you're going to bring money into, do you have to? But do you think if to... you got if you got the same wages, like if you got the pay that you get in your job, yeah. and you didn't work for it, if you just got them, would you be able to survive? What to sit at home yeah. and do nothing? No, no, no. Why not? I just could not stay at home. No, honestly. I hope nothing ever happens to you because if you did have to stay at home, honestly, I don't know what you would do. No, no, I couldn't do that. I just don't know how anybody can stay at home. Be at home. Some people, it's not an option. They have to stay at home. Obviously, yeah. people like that have kids at home, yes, they have to stay at home. That's or if under- they're ill themselves. Understandable. Yeah. Or if somebody's ill or they can't go into work. But no, anybody that just doesn't work through their own choice should be getting off their backsides and getting a job. Oh, nice. Yeah, do you not think so? I do think so. You know, if they're fully able to. If they're fit to work, they should be working. But like, if people have enough money and they don't want to eat too, there's no real need. And some people might have enough money to keep them going and they don't want to, but I just don't know how anybody could sit at home. Well, the things to do. I'm if sure they like, volunteer but... and stuff. Like, yeah. I think if I ever had enough money that I didn't need to work, I would be volunteering. I would need to just do something. There's just no way. Yeah, or just yeah. start a charity or something. I don't know. That's what it is. You know, if ever Jamie Dean Nickel is like an Oscar winning screenwriter. Oh, well, I'm not work then. No. <laughs> I'd be glad to sit at home, Jamie. <laughs> But that's the same. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, if I ever did uh, had enough money, I would try and give back to you know things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's really you know we are not well off by any means. You know what I mean? We're not mm-hmm. like we're not poor. We're not you know going around the streets begging. Yeah. But I think that's gonna really help me in the future to be grounded and stuff. If I ever do get any money, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it just it's a good bit because even you when you were younger. Yeah. Had a lot less money than we have now. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's helped you be grounded. You know, you can see your full character arc in that you had, you know, you were living in a house where icicles in winter were on the inside of the windowsill. Yes. And that is not, obviously, ideal situation. Mm-hmm. That is stru- money struggles there because you should yeah. be able to yeah. heat the house, but you just couldn't. Yeah. You didn't have the proper heating. And now you can heat your house, even though we don't. Um, that's the thing my family will not even go into that but um, it's just it's, no I'm serious though that like it you, is it, it, it's where you're how you're brought up and things like that though you know you appreciate things more 100% if you're not handed things you know handed things material things anything like that there that's if you're, it's not handed to you you have to work for it like I'm working for mine 14 so therefore I'm working that is very commendable you know yeah well most people are working that length of time, I'm sure, and maybe longer. Maybe, yeah. But yeah. you're like the dedication you have to the company you work for twenty one years. Yeah. Like it's just, I don't know how you don't get bored of that. You're saying like you know you can never go stay at home. Yeah. You just obviously love your job, and that's awesome. Yes, I do. Last question I have down here. It's not really you know, 
there's not really many questions today. It's just kind of chill we vibe we have going on here. Is that it is applicable to you now, definitely. Um, can life be meaningful? Can life be meaningful without friends? Yeah. Because it is very, you know, you have no friends. Oh, well, I have, Jamie. <laughs> it's, you know, it's nice. I, I don't like living in anybody's pocket now. I'm not going to go out oh. and meet some, a friend every single day or every single week. But I like to catch up with friends. Like, for example, Claire, I hadn't seen her for three years and she came over last weekend. We had a fantastic time. Lovely to do that. But that was organised by her. Well, she was coming here and asked, could she stay? Yes, but I was going to offer her to stay here and I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't have liked to see her in, be in Ireland, Northern Ireland or whatever and not come here to stay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But do you think without any friends you would be fine? Yes. Cause family. Family and work colleagues and other friends that I have that... Uh, but that's not you're not allowed friends in this scenario in this hypothetical scenario oh I'm not allowed to have friends well it's saying well the question is can life be meaningful without friends and you're saying will I have friends right Jamie yes life can be because family mm-hmm. yes. I, I agree I definitely agree that without friends but I think that you know like out of in your life and definitely in my life Friend, our friends have taught us so much you know what I mean like in our whole like in just from childhood to now, to now you know what I mean that without friends in our lives it would be def- very different people I think if we were never allowed any friends you know yes oh yes I understand what you mean you do like yes, would, do how different would our lives be strange isn't it it would be very strange especially for the likes of yourself a young person you need your friends around you mm-hmm. you know I think I, that's when I thrive with when I'm busy and when I'm around people that are like on the same wavelength as me, you know, same sort of energy levels. Mm-hmm. I don't get that with obviously all family members because family is a bunch of lazy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Not all of them. Most of them don't. Um, the ones that aren't listening to this podcast, they're the worst. The ones that won't be listening to this, they're oh, the worst. Right, okay. The worst sort of humans. I'm only joking. You're I love them all. Anybody, you? No, I'll not mention names. I'm not going to name drop. Um, well, Gillian, that is it. That Part is. two of the mail deal with Gillian. And have you enjoyed your time on the podcast, Gillian? I was just thinking that, Jamie. It's been an experience, yes. <laughs> what do you mean by that now? Well, you just pop questions up there and you don't know what you're going to ask. to be sitting here saying, what is he going to ask next? Well, you just have to answer them to the best of your ability, and that's what you do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Don't worry. Yes, it has been good, Jamie. It has been nice to chat. It has. And I have received positive feedback from friends and family uh, that they've enjoyed the podcast with you on it. So. Very good. And I hope the audio problems are better, or the audio is fixed this episode. I am sorry for the fucking kip of that last episode. That is all completely my fault. And I blamed mum. But it was of all course, me. Of course. It was all me. And I'm very sorry. But hopefully this is better quality. But thanks for listening. Cheerio.